What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner, and today is my first episode coming to you live from the new house. So I just moved. We are finally getting settled. I would say we're about 95% of the way there, and moving is stressful. <laughs> I know I it's probably obvious, and uh, I've done it before, but I always it's always a reminder when you go through that process, there's always so many little things that you don't think about, um, like all of the address forwarding and getting like trash set up and all the stuff like, you know, who's going to be servicing what and just all the little stuff adds up. And uh, so we're finally getting things settled and new house is amazing so far, enjoying it, uh, have been able to stay relatively consistent. I did have about a week stretch where I didn't work out, but uh, it was actually fine. I felt when I finally got back to it, I felt very recovered, had a lot of energy, had a good session. So sometimes there's a positive in being forced to take time off. And if you listen to the podcast, you know, I'm all about the reframe. So how can we reframe the situation and view it from a different perspective. So rather than sitting there and saying, you know, woe is me, I can't work out, I haven't worked out for a week, I'm going to lose all my strength, I'm going to lose all my muscle, I looked at it as this was an opportunity for my body to get the rest and recovery that it needed and to come back and hit it hard, which I was able to. So just reframing it, uh, I did a whole actual webinar about uh, how we appraise situations. There's some fascinating research on appraisal theory, which is basically the emotional response happens from how we appraise a situation, not from the situation itself, which is where two individuals can experience the exact same thing. So let's say it's the end of a relationship and the emotional response can be very different based off of the appraisal of the event. And this can also happen with the same person reappraising or learning new appraisal techniques from going through challenging situations. So then the next time, you know, you can go through a situation at one point in your life and appraise it a certain way. And then through life experience and doing some internal work, the next time that same exact situation happens, you appraise it differently. And then the emotional response is different. So anyway, that's a little tangent and not at all the topic that I want to talk about today. Um, There was something interesting that came up which I talked about on the daily intentions call that we do every morning. For those of you that are not in our Facebook group, I just need to plug that real quick because it is one of the best free resources out there. All you have to do is search the personality diet and neurotype training on Facebook and join our group. So first of all, there's just a lot. It's an amazing community. All of us just, you know, on the same team, trying to offer support and accountability in any way that we can. But there's some incredible resources like our daily intentions call, which is open to anybody to jump on Zoom. We do a 7 a.m. and an 11 a.m. Eastern time call where we just go on Zoom. We, we talk about a, a specific topic and we go around and just you don't have to participate. You can just listen, which a lot of people do. But We'll go around and share our thoughts, and then at the end, everybody states an I will statement, so an intention. Every single day we do this, Monday through Friday, and it's just to, to kind of set the tone for the day and basically give yourself, like, if all else fails, I'm going to get this one thing done today, and I know that's going to move me forward, which really, that's what it's all about. When we're, when we're going through, when we have goals, when we're going through these, you know, we have 
ambitions we have, this journey that we're on, it's really all about getting shit done, but not trying to always do too much. So setting an intention for each day and knowing that you're going to check that box. Uh, we talk about the basics a lot. Like We hammer that home, just always comes back to just mastery of the basics. And, you know, to, to reconnect the, the beginning about reframing, um, I used to say that the basics were boring. And I saw a, a quote from Kobe, and uh, he said something like, the basics will never be boring to me. And like, this is somebody who his goal was to be the best basketball player in the world. And if you can imagine like the amount of time that that man spent in the gym how many jump shots he took, how many free throws he took, just the relentless work ethic for him to be like, the basics will never be boring. That like immediately got me to reframe my thought process on basics because I've said that before. I've said like, you know what? Yeah, the basics are boring. They're not exciting, but we have to do them anyway. But now I've kind of flipped the script on that. And like the basics are everything. Like this is exciting. We should be proud of our execution on the basics. Like that is the foundation, that's the fuel, that's that's what we'd live for. So I've had a bit of my own reframe about the basics. But anyway, you know, you guys know I'm a tangent talker. But uh, anyway, the, the topic of conversation for today's daily intention was about goal setting because I saw uh, or heard a quote or a reference the other day about 8% of people who set goals actually accomplish them. And this was in, re- in uh, regard to New Year's goals. So 92% of people who set New Year's goals actually don't accomplish them. And I never take anything I hear at face value. So of course, I had to nerd out on the research. Sure enough, I found a study, University of Scranton, and the study showed that only 8% accomplished their goals. And then I started diving into more research because I wanted to figure out like where was that number coming from? You know, how did they test? More importantly, I wanted to figure out what did the 8% have in common? And that's really where I got into some interesting research, which was about the actual goal setting process. And there's a ton of different, you know, literature out there on goals. And we've probably all heard the like set smart goals. Um, what was cool about this was there was they broke it down into three specific categories, which was to increase the odds of goal accomplishment. The goal needs to be realistic, the goal needs to be specific, and the goal needs to be challenging. And I thought that was cool because the, the balance between realistic and challenging is something that a lot of people struggle with. And I know that a lot of people struggle with the specificity part because if I ask somebody, what's your goal? Most of the time I'll get an answer like lose fat, which is very uh, broad. It's very generic. Uh, there's no specificity to it. Or something like I want to feel better. I want to perform better. I want to build muscle. Like there's not a lot of people that come to the table and they're like very specific. So the 8%, they not only set those goals, but then they got super tactical about what specific actions, daily habits, again, what are the basics that are going to get them there? Um, They were able to kind of reverse engineer their goals and break it down into, all right, if I check these boxes every day, or at least more often than not, there's a good chance that I'm going to accomplish this goal. The cool part about the goal being challenging enough was that it actually showed to increase 
the mental engagement in the process. So there's times where it's like, yeah, we need to we need to make a layup just to get our confidence up. But in order to stay mentally engaged, it helps to have a challenging or more ambitious goal. Now there's the balance because the first thing is it has to be realistic. One of them, especially like New Year's, this is like the classic time where people just set ridiculous goals and and they try to like do everything, like go zero to a hundred. And so it has to be realistic. That's where the balance comes in because we don't want it to be too easy where there's, you know, it's easy to check out or like, all right, cool, I did that, now what? But we don't want it to be too challenging where it's not actually possible. And on the other hand, there's a strong body of research that shows uh, something called goal discrepancy, which is that when you set an ambitious goal and you're very focused on the outcome, your awareness is brought to the fact that you have a long way to go, which creates frustration. So let's say your goal is to lose 40 pounds and now you're like very tied to the outcome and you wake up the next day and the scale's up a pound. You're like, oh my God, now I'm 41 pounds away from this goal and that can lead to goal frustration and basically giving up and there's there's research that shows there's a paradoxical effect to trying to control the outcome of weight loss that actually causes weight gain so the more that you're focused on the outcome of that 40 pounds the more likely you are to move further away from that outcome Um, there's there's research done in other areas that have the same effect so one of them being sleep which the more that I focus on the outcome of falling asleep, the longer I stay awake. And the other thing is thoughts. Like the, the, the stronger, if I say, you know, I want you to clear your mind, I don't want you to think about anything. And, you know, you can think about anything you want, just you can't think about a white buffalo. You can think about anything else you want, but just not a white buffalo. The more you try to control the outcome of your thoughts, the more you actually, it has that paradoxical effect. So anyway, there, there's different areas where like, with goal setting, we want it to be challenging. So let's say if we take that 40 pound goal, that's okay, but we have to be realistic and we have to stop being so hyper-focused on the outcome. We have to reverse engineer it and bring our attention to the daily actions and habits that are actually going to move us forward towards that goal. So all of a sudden, 90% of our focus uh, becomes the actions. But uh, what I like about this this kind of three-point check whatever you want to call it like a you know three point system of of analyzing your goals is it realistic is it specific and is it challenging uh it helps you kind of reassess if your goals are you know going to help if if you're more likely to accomplish them so i applied this to myself i have a goal that i'm working towards and i'm about 5 weeks out from that and i realized that i wasn't specific enough so i have a date that that there's you know something that I'm trying to strive for. Um, I mean, I can just throw it out there. It's a photo shoot, and I want to you know look good for it. But just being like looking good for a photo shoot is is very broad. It's not specific enough. So um, I'm only a week in to preparing for that, and that allowed me to kind of take a step back and be like, you know what, I'm not specific enough. Yes, it's challenging. Yes, it's realistic. So I got those two checked off. But it's not specific enough. So now I get to go back to the drawing board and start to get really specific. And what is that going to look like? And now I feel better about the fact that the game plan is more concrete. The actions are more tangible. So um, I'm gonna I do the same thing with my business now. Assessing uh, the goals that I have for my business are they realistic? 
Are they challenging and are they specific? And typically, I struggle um, with making them specific, but I also struggle with the balance between realistic and challenging. Um, I know that my natural instinct is to go way above like what's possible. Like that's just my natural tendency. I know that my first my first thought is going to be a goal that's unrealistic. So I have to like understand that tendency of mine and take a step back, remove the emotion and be like, okay, what's more realistic, but also make sure that it's still challenging enough. So anyway, um, the point is that assess your goals, look at what you've got right now in front of you. And it also helps to write them down. If you want another hack, writing down your goals also increases the likelihood of you achieving them and telling one person, having an accountability partner or a coach also increases the odds of success. So if you go through those five things, if you put your goals down right now and you check, is this realistic? Is it specific? And is it challenging? And you check those boxes and then you have the goal written down, you check that box and you have somebody that you told, an accountability partner or a coach, and you check that box, you will be part of the 8% and without fail, like your odds of accomplishing those goals will go up. Um, it's astronomical because I know that the simple fact of writing it down and having an accountability partner can increase the likelihood of success up to 92%. So now if we add in the realistic, specific, and challenging, and that's what the 8% have in common, uh, you're, you're probably, I don't know, 200%, and this is just me throwing out a number, so I have research to support the 92%, up to 92% increase. The 200% on these five check marks is my own made-up number, but the point is you are absolutely increasing your likelihood of success. So I know that, especially around the summertime, uh, people start setting ambitious goals. You probably are thinking about like when's the next time I get to travel or you know am I going to be in a bathing suit or whatever. Um, and it also doesn't have to be a physical goal. It's just the timing that sometimes uh, you know we get caught up in the seasonality effect. But it can be performance. It can be anything. Regardless, you can go through that same checklist and say, you know, am I checking these boxes? These five boxes. Realistic, specific, challenging. Did I write it down? Do I have a coach or accountability partner? And I guarantee you, your odds of success are going to skyrocket. So if you enjoy this, if this is helpful, if this resonates, please take a screenshot and post it to Instagram and tag me at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. And I also want to know what your goals are right now. Shoot me a DM and and hit me up. Let me know which one of these areas do you struggle with the most? Is it like me? Are you are you struggling with specificity? Um, is it making it challenging enough? Is it making it realistic enough? Tell me. I want to know like your actual goal, and then I want to know which one of these things you struggle with the most. So just hit me up on Instagram. Shoot me a DM. Let me know, and I will talk to you soon. <laughs>